You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Elena, and this is episode number 235 for October 30th, 2018. October 30th, the pre-Halloween edition. Halloween Eve. There you go. Yeah. Um, hello, in case you forgot what we sound like. This is what we sound like again. And we, we know it's been a while, but um, here we are. Um, today's episode, basically, it's just 100% race recap of the Columbia Gorge half marathon mm-hmm. that we just completed um before we jump into that where have we been we've been around been busy um and and just haven't recorded um we we did do some races mm-hmm. since our last episode so yep. we we've been to long beach did the long beach half we did a revel race mm-hmm. cottonwood in utah yep and something else Mm, we did a couple of Ragnars. Couple of Ragnars. We did Ragnar Tahoe, Ragnar Vermont. Uh, I feel like there's something maybe I'm missing, but yeah. maybe not. Um, there could be. Could be. Yeah. Possibly. So our our hope and our intention is uh, we're going to do a race recap on this one, obviously, uh, from from a week ago, and then we'd actually like to kind of go back and talk about some of the races that we just mentioned because some of them are interesting, some some things to say about some of them, um, and so we hope to do a little bit of time travel and kind of go back in time and talk mm-hmm. about those races. And um, those will be obvious episodes. And if that's something you want to hear, cool. If not, you can always skip it or not listen right. to it, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, if you kind of don't want to go back in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. For sure, the next episode will be about us running the New York City Marathon because that's where we're going to be in a few days here, getting mm-hmm. very close. So um, we'll be talking about that for sure on the next episode. Won't miss out on the opportunity to talk about that one right so yeah yeah all right anything else uh well i don't, I don't think we're really going to do much catching up or what's going on or anything no uh, i think it's just more just of a the race recap yeah. and then yeah kind of our our plans as you mentioned moving forward yeah yep and we'll we'll, we'll in future episodes um maybe catch up on some some stuff it's been um from a running standpoint i know for me it's been an interesting year so yeah <laughs> Not a good year, but an interesting year. So, um, all right, let's jump into it. We're going to talk about the Columbia Gorge Half Marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will preface this by saying w- we might call it the Columbia River Gorge Half Marathon or Columbia River Half Marathon mm-hmm. just because over the last couple of weeks and months, even leading up to the race, we keep saying that because it's Columbia Gorge, but obviously there's the Columbia River. So, right. Um, and it's right by the river. Yeah. Yeah. So in our head, that's kind of interchangeable. But all right, uh, let's jump. In. Where the heck is Columbia Gorge? Uh, it's in Oregon. So it's about. Um, well, the race is based out of Hood River, which is an hour drive mm-hmm. out of Portland. Right. So a very nice, scenic, um, very cool area. We've actually been there a couple times before. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't kind of uh, a new place to visit. It was kind of going someplace that we liked and um, have hung out before. Um, probably the area's most notable, the, the most known tourist attraction, I guess, is Multnomah Falls, mm-hmm. um, which we did not visit on this trip. We have a couple times before. Um, they did have a fire there not too long ago, so that kind of changed some Acc- of the access, like access yeah. to the to fall the falls and some of the other nice viewpoints from that area. Yeah, yeah. So just be aware of that if you you are heading in that direction. Um, so yeah, so we, we flew from the San Francisco Bay area out to Portland, which is obviously, you know, staying on the West coast, a very easy flight. Yep. Um, same time zone, which is great. Makes it really easy Yep. for racing. Mm-hmm. Um, rented our car and then just headed out to, uh, 
Hood River. Mm-hmm. Um, went straight. Actually, as soon as we got there, went straight to uh, Packet Pickup, I guess you would say, which is at the local running store there mm-hmm. in Hood River, um, which is funny because Hood River is, you know, a very small town, um, you know, kind of a more traditional downtown area, I guess you can call it, which when we got there seemed crazy busy, but that was just yeah. basically people, so many people picking up their their packets and stuff, which, you know, it wasn't a huge race by any standards, but in a small town, it definitely seems like there's a lot going on. So mm-hmm. had to run around, look for a parking space, went into the store. The store's kind of packed with people, but it's just basically a running slash outdoor store. Um, so got in there, stood in line, picked up our packets, um, not much to it there. Uh, this race is a little bit unique in that you do not get a race shirt included mm-hmm. with your your registration fees, but you do get a beanie. Mm-hmm. So, number one, that's kind of cool because... Something different. Something different. If you're like us, you have drawers overflowing with race shirts, and so yeah. that's the last thing you needed. Um, beanie was orange, so I don't know mm-hmm. how much I'll be wearing. <laughs> yeah. but, um, and then they did have the option to purchase a shirt. Uh, I think ahead of time when you registered or then also on site and they had a couple of different options. There was a short sleeve tech shirt, which was also orange. Um, and then there was a, did I say short sleeve? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a long sleeve tech shirt. Like, was it a half zip or whatever, quarter zip, whatever yeah. it's called. Um, and that was, that color was like a burgundy. Yeah. 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 Kind of like a burgundy. It wasn't like a solid color, but yeah. So saw quite a few people were in that actually um, race day. Mm-hmm. And thereafter, so they did have that option. Um, so I think it's kind of nice to have the option to buy a shirt, but not have to buy the shirt. So and I think it was, I think they're like ten dollars. It was for ten dollars for the short sleeve. I can't remember how much the long sleeve was or if it was the same price. So, so if you wanted to buy it, that's actually not, I think, a bad price. So right, and then it's nice that you can actually, if you don't pre-purchase it, you can actually see what it looks like before committing to it. Mm-hmm. So, so that was packet pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty straightforward, nothing super complicated there. Um, and then I think we just, what did we do after that? We just went to our hotel probably, mm-hmm. um, made our plans for for dinner, which I don't even remember what we had now, but it's not really important anyways. Yeah, I can't remember either. <laughs> yeah. I know we ate something. Yeah. Oh, yep. we went out to Italian, right? Oh, yeah, because this was the day before the race. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm getting my days confused. That's right. Yeah, we did have Italian. Big surprise. Yeah. So we asked at our hotel, what's a good recommendation for some food? They sent us to an Italian place, made reservations, got lucky on that one. Otherwise, it would have been busy. Mm-hmm. Um, always make reservations when in town for race weekends Yep, because it will help a lot. Um, we did book the ho- basically the closest hotel that you could get to the start finish area, which makes things super easy. Um, so start and finish was going to be at the, the same location. So our hotel was three-minute walk over i guess yeah i mean you um, can actually see you could see the yeah that, we the can see all the area. tents and the setup and yeah. everything um and and our, the hotel our hotel was actually on basically on the course <laughs> yeah so well, we did pass on the, it at the start right right that's right yeah um yeah so let's jump race morning um well before you get okay too far into race morning because i know people ask there's also a marathon distance for this race mm-hmm. i don't know if we're going to mention that later no, sure. um, the half marathon which we already talked about there was a what are they called the the dog leg dog leg yeah which is basically doing the the half marathon I believe but with your dog your dog so, yeah. yeah so you get to it's kind of cool to have that separate category so definitely saw more dogs than I usually see at races Many usually more. you don't see any yeah. I mean like actually running it's very rare that you'll 
see like half marathons that allow dogs on course and that sort of thing so that was kind of cool yeah, i was gonna say we, we see a lot of dogs and stuff at like local 5ks right which we haven't really done one in a long time yeah and so it's been a while since we've seen many pets on course for sure yep, on course yeah definitely see them like doing long runs but <laughs> <laughs> i mean while we're doing long runs they're not doing long runs so <laughs> maybe yeah i guess i don't know you gotta train for that that's dog true work. um yeah, since we're on the subject, might as well talk a little bit about numbers so people kind of have an idea. Marathon, 330 people. Half marathon, 984, so 1,000. Mm-hmm. Um, relay, 58. Oh, that's right. There's a relay, too. Because relays never yeah. have anybody, seemingly. Um, and the dog leg, 39 people, which seems like a low number based on the dogs that I, I think, saw out but there. You know but what the, I think a lot of people just ran... Like, they just ran the half marathon yeah, and had their dog. dog. Right. Yeah, they just so. weren't in that particular category. Because they did have different colored bibs for all the distances. And so I do remember seeing people with their dogs, but not a, having the dog leg bib color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so race... Sorry, taking you back to race day, race morning. Yeah, I was trying to look up the dog leg just to see. I was curious if there was a price difference, but um, I'll look that up later. Um, well, right now for... Because I actually have it up right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, believe it or not. Um... For next year, the reg fee for the half marathon compared to the dog leg, dog leg is ten dollars more. Okay. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know like what all that includes. If right. there's anything, if it includes anything else like for the dog or anything like that. So. Okay. Yep. So race morning, um, the half marathon starts at nine thirty a.m. Mm-hmm. Which we've talked about it before. For us, that's a very late start. Um, I think for most. American race, I think a lot of times when we talk to some of our European listeners, I think that's not so early. Right. Seem, um, it seems like that's a pretty typical race start time. Yeah. Yeah. So 9.30, so I was very much thinking, you know, holy crap, like I don't even need to go to bed early. Right. I don't have to get up early. It's a three-minute walk to the start, so mm-hmm. we can leave the hotel room at, you know, 9.10, um, which even if I wanted to get up at you know, 8 a.m., that's like so late for a race that it's kind of ridiculous. Right. Um, it was so late that I think I did something I've never done before. Um, I Our hotel like included, you know, breakfast. And so we went down for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what time. What time do we go down? Like 7? I think so. It's like 7, 7.30 or something like that. And then yeah, back to the room and get ready for the race. And there's still yeah. plenty of time. Right. So, yeah, yeah went, had breakfast. Never done that before. So I was a little bit worried just because... Um, even though, you know, I didn't go crazy and, you know, pig out or anything, but I, but I definitely ate well and I've never done that before a half marathon, mm-hmm. um, which turned out fine. No issues. Um, but I was like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know, get you know, get up at seven, have breakfast, back to the room, relax, slowly get ready, you know, and stroll over to the start. Made it, um, a very interesting laid back morning. Yeah. And I think, I think I kept it simple cause I'm always worried about my stomach. I think I had like a English muffin with like peanut butter, I think. Mm-hmm. But it was nice actually having like a toaster there to toast it and, you know, like peanut butter there to like create it, you know, like that sort mm-hmm. of thing where you're not like just trying to put something together in your hotel <laughs> yeah. pre-race. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was breakfast time, I guess. Um, and then we just moseyed on over towards the, uh, the, towards the start area where, you know, we could see the start line. Um, the marathon actually starts in a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is going to be the start for the half. And the dog leg, and I'm assuming the relay. Don't know much of anything, to be honest, about the relay. Um, so we could easily see the the, the start um, arch. Um, they had a huge tent with lots and lots of tables, um, mm-hmm. which is more about the post-race food, which we'll talk about post-race mm-hmm. in the discussion. 
but it was actually kind of really nice if you had just needed a place to hang out before the race you were inside the tent and it wasn't that cold i mean it was a cool morning um definitely so mm-hmm. it was nice to kind of be able to be inside this huge massive kind of events tent and have tables and chairs being able to sit down um made it kind of super nice and convenient yeah. so i mean like i said i think for us this was like the luxury race morning maybe that we've ever had mm-hmm. just you know late start breakfast you know a easy place to just hang out before the race although we only had to kill a few minutes mi- right it wasn't much time um, porta potties were they seemed plentiful i mean there was lines when we got there but it didn't seem like anything crazy mm-hmm. um and then bip uh not bip, gear check mm-hmm. you basically it's right outside of the tent and you have to pass it right. to get into the starting corral. Yeah. So it's real easy to just drop off whatever you want to drop off right there. Yeah. There wasn't one of those things where it's like, oh, it's 20 minutes till race time. Go turn in your your bag that way you have time or anything like right. that. It, and then it was, walk back. Yeah. It was yeah. it was literally like, it's okay, right there. you're starting in two minutes. Just hand yeah. it back to these people. And it was you're, essentially you're... at the back of the starting corral. Yes. Yeah. It's basically where it was. So that was really nice. They did give out drawstring bags at the pickup that they preferred you use uh, but it wasn't required so mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah the start was split up into i believe it was four waves i think so and it was all self-seated mm-hmm. kind of so um the waves were pretty far apart and they were 10 or was it 10 minutes apart or 15 uh, i can't remember if it was 10 or 15 but at minimum 10 minutes apart so so big gap there i think they basically said the first wave was going to be for five minute to was it five to seven minute miles five to eight five to eight mm-hmm. and then after that was gonna be like eight to eight to like nine, nine whatever yeah nine something um so yeah it was basically just kind of you know put yourself in the in the start wave mm-hmm. that you felt you needed to be in right um the dog leg was officially going to be the the last wave they're the second to last wave um wasn't it the last know. the last wave i thought was walkers Oh, so I, people that are going to be walking the entire thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm just reading the website. The website actually says it's the last wave. Oh, but, okay. But I don't yeah, know I that th- for a fact. Okay. Because we weren't there because we obviously started before that. So. Right. Um, but yeah, kind of dogs in the back. Although mm-hmm. we did see runners with their dogs in earlier waves, people that were faster. Yep. Um, you know, there was definitely some dogs that could beat beat me in a half marathon. No problem. Um there was definitely some breeds of dogs that beat me in a half marathon, and I'm very embarrassed by these breeds, which I, I don't think I'm going to mention out of pure embarrassment. But um, but not they... <laughs> not what you would usually not the, not a breed that you would usually associate no, to be these a strong not, runner. Yeah, these were not you know greyhounds or huskies or dalmatians, yeah. but um, yeah, but yeah. So <laughs> before I embarrass myself, um, so yeah, race start. We got in with our wave and um. Basically, you began the race, no issues. Um, it's kind of narrow at the start. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I mean, made sense why they had the wave starts and such uh, space in between them and not just like a two-minute or three-minute space in between. Yeah. Because yeah, it was pretty tight at the beginning. Yeah, I thought the waves were, when they said it was, I, th- I thought it was 10 minutes apart, maybe maybe 15. Um, I was like, oh, that's like a really long time between waves. But I noticed it was narrow, but I was like, oh, they might have been better served by having more waves five minutes apart type of thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's only a 1,000 people. Um, but then we got to an intersection, like at mile one, where there's a lot of oh, traffic. Yeah. And yep. I was like, oh, okay, maybe they really space it out. That way they can kind of get runners through and then get a bunch of traffic moving and then runners through. And I'm like, right. oh, that made sense. I mean, I don't know what's behind that. but um, Yeah, because it was a really big intersection. And running through there, cars were stopped in all directions yeah. to let runners run through. So, yeah, I could see how they wanted that gap maybe yeah. to let some cars go. 
So we we start the race. You kind of cut through uh, just the edge of town um, at Hood River before you kind of head towards better scenery. And at this point in time, the the first mile something two miles. Uh, mm-hmm. Technically, the roads aren't closed. You're just kind of running sidewalk, very shoulder. small shoulder that's coned mm-hmm. off. Um, they do warn you of that in the participants' guide, and I think even that morning. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah, they did say like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. Toby, like, roads are closed. Yeah, which to be honest, when we got a mile in uh, or mile and a half, I'm like, this better not be the whole race like this right. because I I had seen pictures of what definitely seemed like closed course before the race. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, false advertising. Yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, this is false advertising. And I was like, this is BS. You know, they show all these cool pictures and then you come out here and you got to share the roads with cars. Um, but that turned out not to be an issue because it does end up being closed. That's only at the beginning. Um, I think maybe two miles. And technically, once you get pet to that one intersection, I don't think I ever saw a car after that anyways. I saw just a couple, but it was like so few and far in between that they were like driving like in the middle of the road, you know, because they're, they're right. like the only car. So. Um, yeah. Early on in this race, quite a bit, a little, little bit of uphill. Uh-huh. I said quite a bit, a little bit. That doesn't yeah. make any yeah, sense. Yeah. So which whatsoever. one is it? Is it quite a bit or know. is it a little bit? You have to commit uh, one way or another. Well, you know what? My my actual process in my <laughs> mind was to me. I'm like that was that was a lot of hills, but I'm like maybe to you that was a little bit of hills. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I mean, I think without getting ahead of ourselves, overall, it's not a flat course. Not um, at all. It definitely is not the most difficult, you know, course that we've run. I'm no. sure, but yeah, not a flat course and. Um, the majority of the climbing is uh, earlier on in the race. So, yeah. Which makes for a nice finish because it's an out and back. Right. Yes. I think overall, um, I think the elevation um, change was, I think, about a, just under 1,000 feet, which is significant for a road half marathon. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, climbing at the beginning usually. Climbing at yeah. the beginning, mm-hmm. lots of little kind of, you're kind of on a windy, curvy road, which which makes for nice running, actually. I kind of liked it. Um, it was that road was really nice coming down down yes <laughs> yeah. I, I was like oh this is this is yeah. brutal but you just um, see it like just curving you're like oh not there yet <laughs> uh you, you do get a couple miles in and that's kind of when you get off the the shared road or the roads really and you kind of get what's um a paved it's a very wide paved trail i guess you could call it mm-hmm. which basically makes up the majority of the course right um that's and that's actually the rest of it yeah that's the spot where the marathon started yep and so we kind of oh there's the arch this is where the marathon started because we were wondering yeah. before because the then you because then we run through the marathon arch essentially yeah. yes yeah. you do and that's actually where we see our first aid station yes no second aid station first, i don't know first not a lot second. of aid stations first but... second i can't remember yeah um, yeah not a lot of aid stations yeah. yeah so so basically after that you get to the marathon start you're kind of on this paved um path, path? I mean, yeah it's almost like a bike path but it, it but it's much wider than a bike path um so plenty of room and you know your your the crowd that you started with the wave is kind of thinned out and it's lots of trees on each side and you got um, the fall colors yeah fall colors you know. is definitely part of this race in that mm-hmm. you'll see it on kind of the trees you could see them kind of changing color and leaves coming off and it's part of the logo and that's kind of why the beanie was orange right. and the, the the half zip was like a burgundy so mm-hmm. very much think of this this was definitely a fall race in that it's kind of hitting you in the, the head with um the fall scenery and the logo and everything. Right. But, um, but yeah, very beautiful scenery, lots of trees. Um, you know, the weather like ended up, you know, it was very cool at the start, but, but pretty perfect running temperatures. I think once you, um, probably got a couple miles in on the half marathon. Um, and then as you kind of continue in your progression out towards the halfway point, um, 
you know, then you start to really get views of kind of the Columbia Gorge area and you see the water and um, kind of look look across the area there and um, some some pretty cool views, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, you can see into Washington. That's true because yeah. that's just across the, the river. river. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you want else do you want to say about kind of the course or anything? No, I mean, I think you, you pretty much covered it. Um, okay. I think that that section was flatter. I mean, even there's still a little bit of mm-hmm. ups and downs. It was flatter than like that beginning or I guess the end of the race. Um, there's actually a little bit of a, I was surprised, like some, I'll call it crowd support, like at the turnaround. Okay. But I guess that's, I mean, there's a, a like a major aid station there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the relay actually, the second person switches yeah switches so then so then i was like oh maybe those are just the relay people but it's kind of interesting to see that um turnaround point is just you just turn around run run around like around the the cone (laughs) right yeah Yeah. cone or sign i don't remember what it was yeah yeah. i can't remember either it might have been both so yeah and that was one of the aid stations yes um the other aid station i mean basically if you're running the half you're gonna have five aid stations right two of which you're you're passing twice and the third one is just the middle one is that just the actual mm-hmm. turnaround point. So right. um, eight stations were small. You know, it's only a thousand people. Um, the one thing I think I said to you afterwards was um, Strace was very laid back in a way. Like when you went through eight stations, there wasn't a lot of people like really trying to. Well, at least I guess where I was at in the pack, like really run through it and, you know, grab your cup on the go type of thing. There was a lot of at least around me. People just kind of stopped, grabbed some water, grabbed some gel some people would walk over to the wall that was there and like check out the views and take a picture. And then you kind of just mosey on and continue the race type mm-hmm. of thing. I mean, that's what I encountered on it. So, yeah. I mean, obviously I was running slower than you. I mean, it did feel more relaxed than other races. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like the going out, um, people were still being pretty like efficient in terms of grabbing their water and running through and like, eating their goo or gel or whatever on the go and that sort of thing. Um, coming back because now you had um, people in both directions, you know, trying to stop at the same aid stations. It got kind of like congested. Gotcha. Yeah. So there weren't really people like available to hand you cups. It was more like we're filling them on the table, you know, which is fine. Mm-hmm. So then, I, you know, it seemed to be a little bit more relaxed coming back when you're stopping at the aid stations, just because if you needed anything or want anything, you actually would have to kind of pull off and go to the aid station. I think, um, they did have an electrolyte drink, which I don't remember what it was now. Um, yeah, I don't remember. They had honey stinger gels. I think they had some fruit at some aid stations. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I actually, knowing that they weren't going to have that many aid stations, I took my own uh, handheld water bottle. So I didn't take too much from the state, the, the water stations anyway. So I didn't take too much because yeah. I was still full from breakfast. <laughs> you didn't up. have any space. I wasn't that hungry. You were good. <laughs> You're like, I'm good. Just, I just had breakfast. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking during the race, I'm like, wow, I should like eat a full on breakfast before every single race. Yeah. But, but unfortunately, sometimes that would mean I'd have to get up at, you know, four or five in the morning. To or earlier so, even. Yeah, yeah. Not worth it. But right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing else really. Did we get to, did, did you say we got to go through a tunnel? No. There's, okay. there's a tunnel. There's like a tunnel. as you got out towards yeah. the, um, the turnaround. So mm-hmm. you kind of got, you know, you obviously got everything both ways. So. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Just something different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a pretty course, um, with, I'd say with the exception of like the very beginning and the, you know, the very end, which is, I mean, is still nice, but you're just kind mm-hmm. of, like you said, more on like in town and, but on that, that bike path, I'll call it, yeah, I'll call it a bike path. Um, it was really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think it, the best way to see it is if you go to their, the front page of their website, which we'll link to, um, they have a little YouTube video. I think it's like three minutes that kind of 
you look i mean unless you want to spoil yourself but um or don't want to spoil yourself it'll give you basically everything that we're kind of talking about mm-hmm. to a certain degree and you kind of get to match the the scenery with how we're describing it um yeah but yeah so so basically going back it's the same thing in reverse um you head back to catch a little bit of a town right mm-hmm. before you get to the finish like we said it's kind of nice when you come towards the end because it is more downhill mm-hmm. over the last few miles so that's definitely feels nice yep Oh, there's like a tiny little slight incline, like just kind of just before the finish. You the know, little, the, wasn't it overpass we had to go? Over? No, no, past that. Oh, well, okay. yeah, that was. The, oh, no, I no, no. Like, I mean, it's it's like tiny. Uh, it's yeah. almost like on like on the sidewalk right there. Yeah. But you know, it feels like it's bigger when you're Reminds like right at the a end. Very of small the... version of the finish going into Chicago in a way. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right like a smaller version yeah. of that. Yep. Um, yep. And then with it being out and back, I mean, you basically doing the half marathon, you. I mean, at some point you see everybody running it, mm-hmm. you know, because there's, yeah, there's nowhere else to go. Oh, there was this one little section coming back where you made a right turn on a street mm-hmm. and ran just for a little bit and then came back and joined the course again. Do you remember that? I don't know if it was at the oh, intersection yeah, or something. Intersection. Yeah, it was almost like just to add, I don't know if it was like to bypass the intersection or if it was probably just to add like a little bit of mileage. Because yeah. I remember like I was running next to another woman and we were both like, they're telling us to turn right. Right? That's and we're like, yeah, like, go. okay. So we turn around and we're like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're just like going down that street a little bit, coming back and then joining back that on that course. So that was kind of funny. It's yeah, like, oh, it, we just need to add a little bit. Let's add it right here. <laughs> I, and I think that's exactly what it was because yeah. otherwise there's no reason to skip the intersection and do it there. Right. Because you still have to cross at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, the one thing I was like back in the course, we talked about the dogs, but I, I actually loved having all the dogs out there. It yeah. Was, it was kind of, it was just really cool and cute seeing all the different mm-hmm. dogs and um seeing them kind of trekking along and um seeing some of them with their like like their packs you yeah, know packs, some of them with their different shoes outfits, hats whatever yeah um, i i just thought it was different and kind of cool so i thought it was distracting in a good way right because you're like yeah. oh look at that dog oh look at that dog yeah. <laughs> look at that dog yeah. run yeah and then some of the faster dogs i'm like oh they pulled off to poop okay <laughs> i guess you do have to do that sometimes hey poor so. potty stops right yeah a race, they happen. exactly um yeah, so finish line, uh, come through the arch, you get your medal, which I don't have in front of me, but you do. Um, once again, with kind of a lot of orange going on with the fall color kind of theme. Yeah, a couple um, of leaves on there. and Yeah, ribbon's nice, kind of same. Kind of yeah, look. Same, yeah, same yeah, look. It's a cool and looking it, medal. And they do have on a lot of their things, it does say the most scenic marathon in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have that on a lot of things. So, Which Big Sur would have an argument with. but um. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't run the marathon in this situation, right? but just extrapolating from the half marathon, I'd say it was scenic, but probably not the most scenic right, in the right. country. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, right after you get the medal, if you, if you check some stuff, you can get your, your bag there. I'm sure. Yeah. That was, that was super easy. Yeah. I was just like, Oh, let me pick up my bag right here. And they can see the volunteers can see you walking. Cause you're, you know, like from like through the finish shoot, you know, towards them. So they can like see your number and uh-huh. grab it before you even get there. So. So you grab your bag, you make an immediate turn into that big events tent that we mm-hmm. talked about with all those tables and chairs and everybody was hanging out post-race. And the one thing that's included with your race is a post-race meal, Yep. which happened to be tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you just basically got in line, a little buffet style, made your tacos, um, and then they had a beer booth. Fortunately, you had to buy the beer. It wasn't included. Yeah. So that was from a local uh, brewery, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we grabbed post-race food. We sat down, we eat. I will say probably the best, for me personally, for sure, the best post-race 
meal that I've ever had at a race that was included in the race fee, if that makes yeah. sense. Free, let's call it free food. Right, whatever. right, right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they did not, you got a bottle of water after crossing the finish line, and then basically it was just like hit the taco. Yeah, it was, I got a line. bottle of water, and then actually right, right when you walk into the tent, they actually had a volunteer there with a bunch of boxes of fresh fruit from local orchards. Oh, that's right. So they had a bunch of like pears and apples. So that was really cool. And then they had those um, on on the tables too, like in baskets and like random granola bars. And oh, and they had a bunch of food pre-race too. Like they had, um, sorry to be jumping around, mm-hmm. but they had toasters and like bagels and muffins and stuff if you wanted to eat that there pre-race too. Okay, so, I didn't yeah. pay much attention yeah. to that. So. But okay, so but go, yeah, going back to post, um, they did have a hot soup. Okay. Um, which was nice, and they had hot apple cider, which I drank a bunch of because I was starting to get cold. Um, yeah, I think I filled my belly with that more than anything else. And then, yeah, and then it was the taco taco bar or taco setup, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. That you could actually like make your own, right? It's, it's not like, like somebody okay, handed like, you want, like here right, like oh, I don't want that, or I you know, or I want as you know as much of whatever. I want extra cheese. I don't know whatever yeah. it was. Um, they had chips. Um, and then they had cakes. Cake. Yeah. Because this was their, I forgot what year that they're celebrating, but um, it was a it was a notable year um, for the race, and so they did have tons of like sheet cakes with like you know the, the like Columbia Gorge, you know whatever anniversary on there and stuff. So they were giving that out, and they did have a section in the tent for massage that you can sign up for okay. as well. Yep, but it was kind of nice. Cause it was a nice atmosphere because everybody's just kind of sitting around and there's plenty of seats and actually eating. Yeah. I mean, like it, it was like full on meal, full on meal. Like yeah. that was, that was lunch and actually was lunchtime because <laughs> it was such a late we started at 930. Yeah. So yes, it was like, yeah, noon. it was, it was lunch. But yeah, those tacos were damn it was good. good. It was good. I mean, I had chicken those tacos and, and, um, yeah, even the cake was good. So yeah, honestly for me, I think it's the best I've ever eaten post race. Maybe it had something to do with the time, you know, it's like, oh, it's lunchtime. I got to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely for a road race, it was the best meal I've had. Hmm. There might've been some trail races that kind of competed with it, but it was really good. Yeah. Yep. Especially the race we did right before that had very little food. <laughs> it's a big contrast, but yeah. Yes. So Agreed. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So we hung out for a while, which is kind of different too, because sometimes I, f- I feel like I'm rushing off uh, post-race, but um, didn't have any place to run to. The hotel was two minutes away. I was grubbing pretty good on the food, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I finished up eating and then we just kind of moseyed on over um, back to our hotel. Mm-hmm. For shower and change. Uh, the one thing we didn't mention, it was kind of interesting if you, uh, for parking at the start finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you had a Subaru, uh, you got VIP like priority parking mm-hmm. like, right next to the start finish line. Um, I think the local Subaru dealer was a big sponsor of the yeah. race. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it was funny because our car rental was actually a Subaru. Yeah. But of course, so we had did, we needed to drive yeah. to the race, which we didn't need to. But of course, this yeah. one time we're two minutes away and didn't yeah. need it. So, and there was there was a lot of Subarus <laughs> in that in that VIP section. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, we basically just went back to the hotel, shower, change, relaxed, um, went out for dinner, uh, spent some time walking around, kind of down by the water over there in Hood River. Um, good meal, um, and then basically the next day we were flying back home mm-hmm. um, to northern california so yeah. a little bit of a weekend jaunt out of town um which ended up being a lot of fun i i enjoyed the race mm-hmm. quite a bit it was a fun weekend i do i do like i like oregon a lot i like that area a lot mm-hmm. so um and i think if assuming that it's accessible um and if you've never been there before you can definitely spend an extra day or two there just mm-hmm. kind of checking out like multnomah falls and um 
yeah, everything just along that. I forgot what that scenic highway is called. That's a big section of it is currently closed because of the fires last year. But if that if that's open, it's yeah, you could definitely add a couple of days and have a lot to see there. Short hikes, longer hikes. And and Portland's only an hour away. So True. I, yeah. So, so I, you could I, even spend time there. Yeah. So I think it is a good kind of, you know, weekend race to go do, especially yep. if you're on the the west coast here. If you're coming from from further away, you know, you got to make those decisions on where you want to go and what's interesting sure. to you. But, yeah. Um, but I do think it's a pretty cool race, pretty well organized. You know, if if this is kind of your size, thousand people, you know, it's it's not a huge crowd. I it's think it's a good easy. size. Parking looked pretty easy, even mm-hmm. if you were driving in, type of things. So. Yeah, everything seemed really well organized. Yeah. So. Yep. So. so that's it. Yeah. All right. Anything else we 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 missed? Not that I can think of now. Okay. We might think of later, but. Yeah, I think that was it. So, all right. So that's the Columbia. I was about to say Columbia River, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that for the past three months. Uh, Columbia Gorge Half Marathon, um, cool race, fun times. Check it out. Um, oh, I don't think we posted any pictures. I was just thinking that I made myself a note to actually maybe post some we'll on, include some, on yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. So. <laughs> Did a race recap. I feel like we're out of practice, you know. Yeah, I I think, like yeah. We we haven't trained up just, for this. We're a little you know? bit rusty, we're, but we're we'll, we'll get back yeah. to it. So it's a little weird getting back into the groove. So um yeah, next up for us, like I said, um kind of the big thing that's been circled on a calendar for a long time and kind of the biggest thing on the calendar for the year was probably New York City Marathon, which mm-hmm. will be there in a few days. Yep. So that'll be an interesting weekend. Mm-hmm. Um we're somewhat ready for it, I guess. <laughs> Ready as you're going to be. That's right. Yeah. Can't do anything about it now. Nope. All right. Um, yeah. So that's it for today. Like I said, we'll catch up on some some past races if we, if we can get to those. Mm-hmm. And then for sure, um, we'll be talking in, I'm sure, great detail about the New York City Marathon. Cool. Cool. All right. That's it for today. The website for the podcast is embracerunning.com. You could find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash embracerunning. Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at embracerunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, Embrace Running.